0: When I was a teenage kid, we were told all the time that we got to brace. We got to be ready for the so-called silver tsunami, right? When well, they've been talking about it for decades now, uh, baby boomers becoming seniors and rapidly aging populations. And, and that will present all kinds of challenges that we need to be ready for. Well, I don't think we did a good enough job getting ready. Surely think we've done some things. We've probably made some advances, but at the end of the day, we've still got a lot of challenges out there. Uh, Canadians live long lives. That's, that's the upside. The downside, Canadians live long lives, uh, because because it comes with challenges. Um, health, right? So you talk about health care, you talk about home care. Those are issues that we hear about a lot. There are other issues, including a real surge in missing persons cases involving Canadian seniors. And for somebody in media, it's not at all unusual to see a tweet from police or to get a release or a call from police asking us to put out a post or, or, or to do a story on a senior who has gone missing. Happens all the time. You've seen them. I, I'm sure you have fortunately i think in the vast majority of cases they're found safe um but they're lost they're confused and they've gone missing and you can imagine the terror that leads to for them and for their families so 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 what do we do about this because it's only going to get worse because we're going to see more and more and more people of this demographic we're going to speak now with laura tamlin watts who is the founder and ceo of can age laura thank you so much for being here today i really appreciate your time Thank you. You know, I I was surprised doing some reading on this. Seniors, the baby boomer generation in particular, the largest single generational demographic in Canada, fully one quarter of Canada's population belongs to the baby boomer generation. So we're, we're talking about millions and millions of people already and more and more being added to that demo every day, right?
1: It's exactly right. In fact, by 2030, Our baby boom generation will start turning 85 and our Gen X generation starts turning 65. So we have a big, big swell in numbers. And along with that, of course, comes a swell in numbers of people with dementia. So
0: like you say, the numbers will only go up. And the expectation is within a couple of decades, people living with dementia, as you say, we're going to have, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of them in, in Canada.
1: Right now, just for Alberta, we've got about 50,000 Albertans okay. that are diagnosed with dementia. We know that it takes about seven to 10 years to get a diagnosis. Wow. You know, we're looking at huge numbers, both who have that diagnosis, and again, we have to understand that there's a shadow set of numbers for people who don't have diagnosis but do have sure. cognitive impairment. And this means we really need to change some of the ways that we do some thinking about keeping people safe. And, and something that's really surprising is, you know,
0: I think a lot of us think, you know, if somebody Somebody's suffering from dementia or living with dementia or something like that, they're, they're receiving care. The vast majority of Canadians with dementia diagnoses aren't. They're, they're, they're living on their
1: own. They're still living independently, right? That's exactly right. In fact, 75% of people who have a diagnosis of a dementia and again, remember, we think that there's so yeah, many more, exactly yeah. That exactly 75% will never live in any type of congregate or supported care and most are managing independently often with some help from family and friends this is uh, you know th- this is good in the sense we sure. want people yep. to be living in the community but it does mean that the communities need to become more dementia friendly too
0: yeah you can see the risks that immediately present themselves and like we said people getting lost people that are living with dementia getting lost we're seeing it more and more often aren't we well, we really are,
1: and the numbers are already very high. So just to kind of give folks a sense, about three in five people with dementia will get lost, about three in five. And about half of those people will have serious harm, particularly if they're gone for 24 hours. If you're gone for 24 hours, the significant risk of injury or death, whether it's from exposure, uh, if you're in a more rural area, whether you're hit by traffic or some other type of concern in an urban area the risks are very high and our systems are not dementia friendly.
0: How do we I mean it's a big challenge it's something that I think we as you say it's only going to become a bigger challenge what do we do I mean
1: what kind of things can we possibly do to keep our seniors safe? Well, one of them is, uh, is trying to make sure that we are registering people. I don't love the term wandering, but we often yep, use yep. that term for so people who are out walking. That's a good thing. But then they're getting lost and confused and that's where the crux of it's coming. So there's really kind of a couple different strategies associated with that one is a really informal strategy these days we've got so many good devices like air tags where you put them you know you put them in your luggage to see where it's gone you can also have those inexpensive air tags in people's clothing pockets shoes tied to shoes etc obviously we don't want to be you know tracking everybody without their consent but it can really help you find people particularly because people with Dementia, especially older people with dementia, often don't go very far. We're looking at about zero to five kilometre radius. So that is one of those areas If we can help define people, then that's good. The second thing that businesses need to do is become more dementia-friendly. And there are systems and, and supports to become a dementia-friendly business. If you see someone who's looking confused, make sure that you're not ignoring them. And then also make sure that you're not approaching them in a, in a harsh way Follow what the pattern of what they're talking. You don't need to correct too much. Get them into safety, into warmth. If you're in a bank or a library or a business, bring them inside. Get them settled. If they're wearing a medical alert bracelet, that's a great first place to look. Um, if you can try to figure out, you know, what was their purpose in coming, that's fine. The other piece that we can do is make sure that if you have someone, a loved one in your family or your circle, that does get lost. Usually there is a program in your community, such as, for instance, the Edmonton Police Services uh, is connected with the Medical Alert Foundation of Canada. And what that does is it allows you to kind of register a person. Other different communities may use that one or a different program. They may use a Vulnerable Persons Registry. And you can look online and register through your local Alzheimer's Society
0: you know, you, you make such a good point. Just the technology alone, like we, we've we heard so much about air tags and, you know, I mean, it seems kind of comical when you think about it at first, but it's just like a It's a It's a pretty simple thing to do. And then a lot of these problems go away. There are easy to find solutions here.
1: They can really help. I I think of it as a belt and suspenders approach. We want to make sure that people do have the freedom to go outside, that they are able to be well supported. They may not remember to bring a telephone with them, although if they do, then that's great. You can have Find My Phone or something similar to that on it. Um, Making sure that you have the uh, home screen of any uh, device that they might carry have all of the information about them so you can write it all down and then snap it as your home screen so that you can see the name where they live and so on that's very effective but you know air tags and similar as you say they're very small with tying them to shoelaces onto the person's shoes and have them on yeah. all of their shoes yeah. is one of the best ways that you can find a person. It really
0: is. Yeah. And, and like you it's it, it, it seems kind of comical, but it makes so much sense. What about what can what can we do? I in my neighborhood, there are some seniors and the other day I was driving. I was actually quite a while ago and I saw somebody and I, and, and they looked like maybe they were lost or i mean and i actually pulled over and said hey everything okay do you need a hand is that the right thing to do i mean should we not be checking in on our neighbors
1: we, we absolutely should be and that's easier in some places and harder in others but if you see somebody that looks locked and confused a few good communication tips can help so first we talk about supporting the person's reality so if you're talking to them and they think that they are you know in a different time or place you will need to correct them just try to understand that they are obviously having some type of challenge. Introduce yourself. Don't assume that they know who you are. If you're wearing a hat or sunglasses, take them off so that they can see your face. Okay. It takes about seven extra seconds for a person with dementia to understand the words that you're saying. So don't rush. If they don't answer right away, count to seven in your head and wait for a response. That's really helpful. Um, Short simple declarative sentences are really helpful not lots of words all strung together um try to give a person some choices would you like to come inside and wait yeah that's easy as opposed to saying do you know where you were supposed to go and how to get there that's two ideas okay. tied together yeah so that's helpful make sure that you're really focusing on the person and if they are showing facial expressions or tone of voices are agitated and so on the first thing to do is to get that person safe and the second thing to do is make them calm then we can try to figure out how to locate where they're supposed to be but calm and safe are the first cues
0: excellent excellent advice laura i can't thank you enough for being here thank you I appreciate your time